Hey there, Anchor. It's your pal Jay, and I'm welcoming welcoming you to a special edition of uh, my video game review. Now, this week I am not reviewing a video game, but I'm actually going to take a look at a video game system. Uh, a video game system that a lot of people would say kind of really turned the gaming industry on its ear. And joining me today is my good friend John from the Nerd and Me podcast, Fat Guys and Little Coats, and you also hear him here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. John, welcome aboard. What up? Hey, Jay. How's What's that? up, man? So, John, what what system are we going to talk about that kind of revolutionized or re-revolutionized the gaming industry as we know it? Uh, we're going to be talking about a little system called the PlayStation. PlayStation. No number yet because they didn't know there was going to be a two or a three or an eight or whatever number they're up to now. So it's just a straight up gray PlayStation. Yeah, that's right, because actually for, for Sony, this, this was a bit of a gamble for them, really, because I, 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 I was looking it up. I don't think they were really in the, the console market really ever, as far as I know. No, because, I mean, what you have to remember is that at this time, we're talking about 95-ish, I guess, maybe a little mm-hmm. later. Yeah. Um, Nintendo had come out strong in, like, 86 with the original Nintendo Entertainment System, and they dominated for uh, about nine to ten years with the little blip in the road that was the Sega Genesis, the really, you know, which was the only system that really challenged the NES. Um, but you had things like the Dreamcast and the, you know, the, uh, the CD. What was that CD one I always wanted? Like PS something or PX something? Um, yeah, I think it was the, was it the PSX? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but none of them could survive Nintendo's constant upgrades, you know, because they went to the advanced, um, Super Nintendo, then the, mm-hmm. the, the 64, I believe, and then the GameCube. Um, and here comes Sony saying, you know what? We could do this. And yeah. they come out with the PlayStation. Yeah, and actually looking it up, it, it debuted in Japan at the end of 94, so we got it over here pretty much in 95, which, you know, thinking back on it makes sense, because Back in 95, for me, uh, recent, recent college graduate, have my first real adult job, uh, had an apartment, financing a car. So I'm like, I, it's time for me to get a gaming system. <laughs> yeah, I'm a grown-up now. Let me get a video gaming system. <laughs> Let me get a video yeah. gaming and, system. And what's funny about it, Jay, is that you know, we're laughing yeah. about it now because um, you know, I, I have older siblings, and, and you know, I don't know that people – or teenagers or kids nowadays understand that that was weird, like back in 1995 for someone over, the, you know, someone with a job, with a college degree, uh, with an apartment, with a, you know, a mortgage or a car loan, to to have a video game system. You know, it just wasn't known. You know, it was uh, video games were for kids back then and teenagers. Um, yeah. But well, that was the thought, but they weren't because the games they were putting out were certainly not for kids you know at least especially the playstation games right yeah i mean it's 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 really true and you know i think i remember getting that you know getting the system getting the playstation and shortly thereafter um i had like recently moved out uh you know got my apartment and everything and my parents came to visit and i have a younger sister she's 10 years younger than me so she jumped on it right away and i just remember both of my parents looking at me going, play video games. You're, you're 22, 23 years old. You have a job. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it was weird. 
<laughs> yes, I mean, you know, everybody should thank us nowadays because we took the the slings and arrows for them that they're not taking. You know, it's the norm now because we made it the norm. Yes, I'm, I'm claiming responsibility for that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But but though, in a way, if you think about it, though, people people in of our generation, I don't want to say our age bracket, but people in our generation, we grew up with video games. I mean, I remember, I mean, I was probably five or six. I remember seeing Pong, you know, in an arcade, not really in an arcade, but, you know, I would see it in the Sears or, you know, in the Bradleys up front near the gumball machines and things like that. So pretty much from that very early age, like we were exposed to it. You know, we were exposed to video games really in its infancy, if you right. think it, about it. it. It was the natural progression of video gaming system. And the thing is, is that um, they had the foresight to keep making their games better. You know, even though Atari went with 2,652 and then I think they did the 70-something. But, yeah. you know, it grew with us. And like I said, they, and the games grew with us. We weren't playing, um, I mean, we were. We were playing Super Mario stuff, but we were also playing Resident Evil and, yeah. and D, and even Tomb Raider was a little bit more mature than um, just just because of the way she looked. <laughs> she was a little bit more mature than you know the usual games. So so the, so the games grew with us as as we grew, and um, and I think that's what makes PlayStation special. And because they they I mean they came out of the box with some great games. Now I got to ask you this because you do have that superpowered memory. Okay. Did, did PlayStation come with a game? Because remember back then the game systems would always come with a game. It actually came with, and uh, you could actually then sign up and get this every month or so. Sent they they actually had a demo CD where they would have. Oh, that's right, the demo CD. Yeah, they would have three or four demo games that you could play, depending on the type of. If it was like a shooter, you could play the first level, or you know, play a couple of levels on it, and they would have like. You know, now you can go on YouTube and you can look at, you know, premieres of video games. You know, you see them everywhere. Right. It was that demo CD. So you actually, I actually had to buy a game with it, you know, when I went down to The Wiz because nobody beats The Wiz. I've heard that. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard those rumors about The Wiz. <laughs> That's right. Crazy, crazy. But the, but the Wiz showed him. <laughs> well, the U.S. government showed Crazy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Oh, God. That's a separate podcast, yeah. but yeah, I remember I I had to buy um, I had to buy a game with it, and I know I got a fighting game with it, and Tekken. it was it wasn't Tekken, it was actually it was similar to a Virtua Fighter, uh, in the fact that it was it was 3D, and instead of just like sort of like a side scrolling fighting game, it was almost like a 360. The fighters moved around the ring. Um, it was, it was kind of like a cross between a virtual fighter and a soul caliber. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it, but okay. I picked, I picked that one up and I mean, I was hooked. I was hooked right away. Yeah. And, and I remember the price point for the place. It was like, was it two ninety nine or one ninety nine? It was close to $200 because yeah. I even, re I remember going there and, you know, like I said, had an apartment, had a roommate. My roommate was actually, he was still in school. So all the sort of these big ticket items were really on me. And it was sort of like, well, I could get a nice new TV. You know, I was really back and forth on it. And, you know, I just pretty much like Sony took a gamble getting into the, the console market. 
I took a gamble on them. And here I am all these years later, uh, you know, I'll say that it's for my daughter because she's a gamer, but, you know, all these years later. Right. And, 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 you know, let's, let's, let's tell the, uh, the people why you, you invited me on this particular episode. It's because, you know, I, I pretty much tapped out after the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got my Sega Genesis stole, stolen over uh, Thanksgiving break up at college. Um, oh, wow. And I tried, to, I tried to get into the other gaming systems, but I just couldn't. So I kind of I had a few years there where I wasn't into the, uh, the home systems. And, uh, you know, you were out of school. I was out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, we both had real, real jobs. You had a realer paycheck, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we both had, you know, we, we both had real jobs and we were yeah. hanging out and uh, we would, we would just hang out and play video games. I remember when you told me about the PlayStation and I'm like, am I supposed to come over and play video games? Is this what we're supposed to do? Cause I think we would go out at night, Yeah, but we'd play like an hour or two beforehand. Right. Like, cause that's what those are the days when we went out at like 10 o'clock at night instead of 11. Which right. Now yeah. We're in bed at that time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I come over around seven or eight. We might grab some food or take in, and we play video games for a few hours. And we go out and, you know, I don't know, hit the clubs or I forgot what we did. But yeah, so you got me into the PlayStation, and um, I remember fighting games a lot. I remember, uh, <laughs> but I remember Resident Evil and yes, I want, to, I want to talk about Resident Evil D and the fighting games if we can, if that's okay with you. Absolutely, that's absolutely fine because. Like I said, you know, we're not talking about the wrestling games because you lie about that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I I was starting to get a a collection of games going because I believe games were anywhere from 20 to 30 dollars back then. Um, And I was starting to get a collection of games. And I remember at the time I was actually working in the city, working in Manhattan, and I was going by an electronics store. And they had in the window, they were having sort of like games up and running. And I saw Resident Evil and I was blown away because I had seen nothing like it. And I I knew nothing about this game. I just saw it there and I said, I have to get this game. I went in and I got it. Um, You know, it had a, it had a, an opening sort of trailer to explain the story. And I, and, and for me, I think that's what I really liked about it, because all these years of playing video games, you know, you would get even back on the Atari, you would get an adventure game and it was like, you know, a red blip fighting a blue blip. And it was really kind of left to your imagination, sort of like what was going on, like filling in the blanks. Right. Resident Evil took care of all that for me. Like, I didn't have to fill in any blanks. And um, for those that have played the first Resident Evil when you took your character down that one hallway and you got that jump I mean I ju- I was sitting on the floor I jumped up and just my roommate came out like what the you talk about the dogs jumping through the window the dogs jumping through the window that that the crap out of me dude <laughs> yeah because well you know as john said you know he and i were friends he came over and i actually i said you know knowing what was going to happen i was like hey john try this game out and you were kind of milling around a bit, and I was like, hey, there's something really cool. Go through that door. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> set me want... up, man. Set I, set me up. Up. I set you up, bro. But, I mean, but what we need to mention is PlayStation wasn't the first 32-bit system, but I think the Dreamcast might have been. But this was the first successful 32-bit system. And 
remember, the, the NES was the first 16-bit. And we were like, oh, my God, look at these graphics. And, you know, nine years later, it's doubled. And, I mean, at the time, that was like almost watching a movie. Like, Resident Evil was like a movie at that time. You know, like watching a movie. I mean, of course, the, the graphics and everything are a thousand times better now. But, yeah. I mean, they were revolutionary back in 95 with that 32-bit. It was insane. And the sound and the mood and what they were doing with video games was, was incredible. They had cutscenes in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had never seen a cutscene in a game. You would enter a room and, you know, a zombie would be devouring one of your teammates. Like, cutscenes. I was like, I had never seen anything like this. You know, the characters were interacting, carrying on conversations. I mean, this, this was something really, really new. Uh, I also picked up D, which you mentioned, so why don't you talk a little bit about that game? Well, I, I don't remember a lot about D. I remember I just the, the music and the visuals um, were just creepy. And I remember playing the game and not, like, I knew what the story was, but I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and I, I just remember just the music was great and the, the visuals just creeped me out. I just remember being so creeped out playing that game at your house. And I think I finished at your house. It wasn't a long game. No, because that was one of the first games where it had, it was, it was in real time. It was, you had three hours to complete the game and you could pull it up, you know, you could hit, uh, hit pause or, or the start button and like this uh, sort of pocket watch would pop up. Uh, it would start, the game would start at midnight. So you had until 3 a.m. So you saw, so there was some pressure on you. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think you could really beat the game in about an hour, hour and a half. But like, I, I had never... Oh crap! I gotta beat this game in three hours. What are you kidding me? <laughs> was it was was the name D or was it? Why am I thinking there was a vampire or something related to it? Am I right in that? It was yeah, because that's really kind of what it turned out to be. It was Oops, it was a alert. puzzle. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert! If you haven't played this game yet, back from nineteen ninety whatever. <laughs> but um, it was it was basically it was it was a psychological thriller. It was a puzzle game, and like you said, like. The music was creepy. The graphics were creepy. And they had cutscenes in it. They had, I don't know if you would call these Easter eggs, but I remember there were, uh, I think there were like scarab beetles that were sort of crawling around. And if you found it, they would do like a cutscene, which was supposed to be your characters, like a flashback from your character's memory. And the game, you know, because back then games still came with game booklets. Didn't really explain what that was, and I found out years later you were supposed to actually – I think there were four or five of them. And if you found all five of them, it would actually delve deeper. It would play a video at the end and delve deeper into your character's sort of backstory. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, these were some elements in gaming, you know, these little, like, hidden Easter eggs and, um, you know, sort of the the replay factor to it that, you know, we didn't have these in games before. Yeah, I think I think these were the first like stories, stories. You know, like you're you're playing a character. Like you know, you had Mortal Kombat, and there was a background why you're in this tournament. But you're, it's a fighting game. It's you a know? fighting game. Yeah, um, and it was a great fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was one of the first. Like even Metroid had its own story and things like that. But when you're talking about Resident Evil and Tomb Raider um, uh, and all the, all the other games, it, it's it there really was a story, and you're that character, and and you 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 had to. You know, achieve these goals to move forward and think, which which is like a lot of games. But I think the PlayStation really made it popular and um, 
I I think it just it, it revol it, you know we said it before earlier it revolutionized video gaming in the mid nineties it, it took it to the next level you know where you know where when Atari started Nintendo took that to the next level and then PlayStation uh, One took that to the next level you know that further step up. Um, if you think about it, even going way back to some of the early video games, there were stories behind them, but you had little to no control over those stories. The story was going to play out. You just had to beat levels and keep going. Right. You, you hear different things that you did. Like I said, like in D, you could finish the game, but if you didn't collect all four or five scarabs, you missed out on something. Yeah, you won the game. But you missed out further character development. Right. Um, you know, Resident Evil, the same thing. I think you can pick Valentine or Chris. Red Chris. something? Red something, yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is the two of them had different endings. So there's that replay factor. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, they had the fighting games, which were great. And um, you kick my button every single time. I, I mean, yeah, okay, you say that, I don't remember, but... I, well, I, I <laughs> no, it's very true. <laughs> my fingers were pretty quick with the, uh, with the Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat, maybe that transferred over. Um, although, uh, you used to beat me in wrestling, and who, who would you be? Uh, we would play, well, it was, it's still to this day one of my favorite wrestling games ever. It was called WCW versus the World, and, you know, I mean, mentioning this name now, for people that know wrestling, it, it might not be a good one, but I, I would take Chris Benoit. And I would take on anybody, and uh, the Canadian Crippler would come out on top. <laughs> right. You know, I know you and you uh, sidebar. I know you and Pete do uh, on Internet Zone. You you talk wrestling, and I would love to hear if you guys are willing to do the research on it, the Chris Benoit story, because I I know I just read something recently where mm -hmm. his brain was all kind of like a football player's, and I might, might have played into what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 definitely a lot that goes on with that, and I think that's something that Pete and I are definitely going to touch on because it's it's a polarizing topic. He was a he was a great wrestler. I loved him. I loved him. I, as, I really as a wrestler. did. He was very entertaining. He was he was great to watch. Uh, he was one of the you know when I knew the four horsemen, he was one of the horsemen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I I'd sorry I apologize for the for the detail. Uh, yeah. And sidebar. Yeah. And sidebar. <laughs> You and I tend to do that a lot. Side yeah. Side um, so my favorite game, I spent hours on this game, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure to this day I haven't discovered every little nook and cranny, was Metal Gear Solid. I, it was a two, <sighs> first of all, it was a two-disc game, which I think Resident Evil was too, right? I think, yeah, Resident Evil yeah. was too. Yeah, you would get to a point, and it's like, put in the next disc. <laughs> right. So, but Metal Gear Solid was such a fun game. Um, yeah. And I just, I played that thing. What's it? Wait. That, was that PlayStation One? No, I'm getting confused. Yeah, that was a one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a one because then yeah. I think when the two came out, I think didn't they have like Sons of Liberty and, and something like that? Was something now, like that? Was Dual Shock one or was that two? The Dual Shock controllers? I think the Dual Shock controllers. I think they re-released the PS, and this is when they started calling it the PS One, and it was like a slimmer version. Right. Um, it had a different color to it, and I think the Dual Shocks. I pretty much never got that far. I I had my PS One. All the way through until I got married, and then I think the uh, the CD portion of it, it, it just pretty much wore out. Yeah. And I was like, I got to start having kids so they can get into video games, and I can get my video game system back. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's so funny what what like impressed us. Like the Nintendo had a pause. You could pause the game 
You're like, yeah. what? And then uh, <laughs> PlayStation comes out, and they're you know they come out with the Dual Shocks where the where the controller would shake, and um um and they had the removable memory. Remember, you had to buy a memory card. Yes. Yeah, you had to yeah. buy a memory, but you can have as many memory cards as you could afford, and and save as many games as you wanted to. Hey. Um, they also had, uh, because it had two slots so you could hook up two controllers, they actually had an adapter so you could have up to four controllers. So for sports games, you have four people playing at once. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and Which, then they, they eventually did the wireless controllers too. They, they did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So a, a lot of that, which now is just, that's just the way it is. You know, I have. My well, I should say my daughter. Well, I have them because I bought them. Um, <laughs> you know, they're mine. Diana, they're mine until daughter. she goes off to college and takes them from me. But uh, you know, job. she has. That's she had did exactly. <laughs> she has a Wii. She has a 360, and she has the Xbox One. And you know, it's just wireless controllers. You know, kids nowadays like they don't remember. You you can only sit so far away from your gaming system <laughs> because it was plugged in. <laughs> So, um, what was I saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Metal Gear Solid was my game, and um, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I hear you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I yeah, go for out. it. Um, yeah, and I remember, uh, I don't know why this, this memory is so vivid with me, but I remember stopping in the middle of a game to watch, uh, oh, I forgot the show now. Oh, well, never mind. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I don't know that I found all the nooks and crannies of Metal Gear Solid, and and uh, you know that that had like scenes where um, one of the bad guys would try to read your mind and things like that. Oh and yeah, it was, was crazy. What was his name? Solid. Well, Solid Stick was the main guy. Yeah, uh, and they they all had these great names. And but I, PlayStation eventually because you know I was like, well, I play at Jay's all the time. I was like, <laughs> you know, I might as well just buy my own. Um, I remember. Uh, so we played the fighting games. We played yes. Resident Evil and things yes. like that. Uh, can you think of any other games that you, you – like Tomb Raider was awesome back in the day. Tomb Raider was awesome. And I also played a game which my roommate used to make fun of me for. I bought it. And it was – I don't know what style of game you would call this. Almost like a, a follow-along game where you had to – you know, because the, the uh, PS1 controller, it was like – it was an X, a circle, a square, and a triangle. So the symbols would come up, and you had to match it. And it was a game called Pop the Rapper. Okay. And you had to rap along with him by hitting the, the appropriate buttons at the right time. Mm-hmm. And my roommate would just, he's like, this is a kid's game. And I'm like, you don't understand how addicting this game is. Right. And that sort of follow-along game, I mean... Well, that, that morphed into Dance Dance Revolution exactly. and into Guitar Hero. Because mm-hmm. that's all you're doing is it's telling you when to press the buttons and you have to press that at the right time. Yeah. I remember for a proper rapper, it was huge. Oh, yeah, it was the big one. And then they had um, the sequel. I think this was called like Un- Unjammer Lammy or something like that. But by then, by then I was, I was kind of out of it by then. And uh, I, I kind of went into a video game hibernation. I don't and she's a big time gamer. She, has, like I said, the Wii 360, the one, and she has adapters so she could play GameCube games. Uh, she could play, you know, the the Nintendo games, the the Super NES games. Uh, it's just like she is just a gamer big time. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah. You know, and, and then uh, when I brought up Tomb Raider, I, it, it sparked this memory. I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Yeah. We, have a, we have a mutual friend, Fred. Yes. Uh, he loved Tomb Raider, and I would play, when, you know, kind of like with you, if I was hanging out with him, I'd go over there first, and we'd play video games for a couple hours before we went out. Um, and, he, I mean, he was all about Tomb Raider. Um, oh, yeah. And it was, it, it was just, it, it was weird to be that age and be independent and playing video games, you know, because like, like we said, it grew with us and we were that first kind of generation to take it into adulthood with us. So it's not, you know, it's, it's not an odd thing to have four 30 something year olds um, <laughs> sitting around playing video games. You know, you have, you talk about how many Xbox, Xbox one, I stopped at the 360. I mm-hmm. almost bought an Xbox one this year. Um, but the way I kind of faded out from my X, my 360, I don't, I don't know if, uh-huh. I, my, my opinion was I don't know if I would play enough to warrant the, the expenditure of the cash on it. Right. So I decided against it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still might because, I mean, there are games out there I want to play. <laughs> There's like that Call of Duty looks good, uh, mm-hmm. World War Two, and the Star Wars Battlefront. But it all started again with, because I, I did. I had those years where I didn't play between the Genesis and when the PlayStation came out. It just, I'm like, I have to get on board with this, you know. I yeah. have to get on board with this. And, and, you know, and just talking about, you know, at that time when the PS1 came out and for people, college graduates to still be playing this stuff. I mean, nowadays, you got professional gamers making thousands, if not millions of dollars playing video games. Right. And it's like a sport. I mean, they're on, uh, yeah. you know, the tournaments are on TV and everything. They have leagues. Um, you know, they have their own personal trainers. They have their own, you know physical therapists and massage therapists taking care of them, you know, they get endorsement money. And, you know, thinking back to like when we were their age, games, you know, most of the people would look at us like, what are you doing? Like straight up, we're nerds. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. You, yeah. just, you sit home and play video games all day, but that's like a thing. And, um, uh, I mean, well, here's a, here's a great example of it. I mean, you know, as you know, when they, like a new Star Wars movie was coming out, uh, you had to watch the trailer at the movie theater. So you would almost go and see a very bad movie just to catch the trailer. Um, my and I would play, we are big on it's a fighting game. It's a DC fighting game in the Injustice series. They're on Injustice 2. Mm-hmm. And they have different fight. They have the standard fighters. And then they have fighter packs that they release, sort of like special fighters, and people try. And it's like, just like how people try to guess, hey, what's going to happen in the next Star Wars? Hey, what's going to happen, you know, on Flash and this and that? People are trying to guess what fighters are they going to release for Injustice 2? So we actually watched a gaming tournament, an Injustice tournament, because they were going to have the final release trailer for the final fighter pack. And we were as pumped for that as if they were saying, like, Hey, here's a sneak peek of like the new Han Solo movie, or right? Infinity War. So who'd they release? Oh wow! It was well, you know, it was no surprise. The first, the first character they released was uh, the Atom. The second Ooh, was the okay. Enchantress. Now the thing is, is DC sort of has you know with this Injustice game, they have some Mortal Kombat fighters on it. So there was a lot of speculation. They figured that the very last fighter that they were going to release was not going to be in the DC universe. People were speculating um, that it was going to be Neo, that it was going to be... Right. 
in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? When and when and I'm telling you, if you go to YouTube uh, in Justice Two Fighter Pack Three release trailer, right? When you know it's like the Atom, nobody was surprised by that. Enchantress, a lot of people predicted that. When the little action happens, my daughter was like, "What the?" And I'm like, "I'm screaming in my house. I'm screaming ten o'clock at night. <laughs> it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." Yeah, and, and it was. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, That's it awesome. is. It is. So- I mean, look, I'm not a prof- I'm not a professional gamer. I don't mm-hmm. read the magazine lost, but it's my humble opinion that all of this exists today because of the success of the PlayStation One. They may not have been the first 32 bit, but mm-hmm. they were the first successful one. And like we said earlier, they brought these story type games that people love to play. And the, you know, everything I feel has been built on their backs, which of course PlayStation standing on some big shoulders too. Um, oh, absolutely! But, yeah, but it was it was it was a big, you know. We we started the show saying it was a big gamble for Sony. They had they, Sony was about TVs and VCRs, you know, and the walkquarters <laughs> and, and you're right, Walkman and camcorders. Yeah, you know, when when you read the news that Sony was starting a game system, you're like, oh, this can't be great because we've seen game we 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 saw years past of game systems failing the PS whatever PSX or whatever the the, the Dreamcast, Dreamcast, which supposedly was which supposedly was a great gaming system, but it just couldn't catch on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. here comes the PlayStation. And here comes the PlayStation. And, and they ruled the market. I would bet those first few years that they were beating Nintendo routinely in terms of profit. Yeah, I think so. And I think because I think when they released the, the, what we now know as the PS1, uh, Nintendo, I think, was still on the, the N64. So they had to, like, rush the GameCube out. They They really... I think until they really released the Wii, they fell behind. Yeah, because the GameCube was uh, – it was more of a Mario-type games. You know, it was more of those still younger – I mean, look, I say younger kids, but, you know, you and I will play Mario in a hot second. Absolutely, yeah. But they, the GameCube was still releasing games. Like, the, their majority of their library were these games aimed at younger kids. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the PlayStation, we were getting these, you know, I think – um, is this when they started rating video games, maybe even, around yeah. the PlayStation time? I, I wouldn't doubt it because, you know, like I said, they had a wide range of games. You had a game like Parappa the Rapper that right. little kids could play. Um, little kids are not going to play Resident Evil because they probably won't go to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't go to sleep at night the first couple of times. John, no joke. I, I could not play. I, if I was one of my partners, less were on, I would play Resident Evil. And uh, I am not a big fan of spiders. And one of the bosses was a giant spider. I, oh, had yeah. to, I had to save the game, and I couldn't go back to playing it for like two weeks because I was. And it's, you know, you think about it now, it's a video game. Yeah. But that's that's the impact that it had. And yeah. like I said, here I am today. Xbox One, you know, playing Battlefront Two, Battlefield One, uh, you know, games that I'm going to be talking about, you know, later on you know, down the road in this segment. And it's, and it's really, it's the PS one that brought me back to it. Awesome. Yeah. PS one. Uh, started it all. I think that's why we're here. Do you still have your PS one? It is probably, it is probably in my basement somewhere buried underneath a lot of junk. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make you want to take it and try to find it and hook it up. 
Um, well, I mean, I know the I know the, the the laser on it was getting real wonky by you know when I when probably around ninety eight ninety nine. So I I I'd probably be better off going to like a vintage store and just my, getting yeah. a new one <laughs> or a used one. I should say yeah. that's funny. Mine's where almost, if you listen to any of my podcasts, mine's where Your do you, mom's my basement. mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm assuming. Um, who knows? So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to visit. I'm gonna have to visit your mom, and well, uh, you know, yeah, I already told uh, Alan, my my podcast co-host, on nerd to me. Um, and you're welcome to come. Pete's welcome to come. We can all go clean out my mom's basement because she's been bugging me for years. So I'm sure she'll be. I'm sure she'll be happy. Let's go lift some uh, boxes and. Uh, I, I yeah I, I don't I know I have in my current home where I live. Mm-hmm. I know I have PS2 games. I might have PS one. I have Final Fantasy like seven. Was that the big one? Yeah, and they're up to because my daughter plays it. I never really got into it. I think they're up to fifteen now. But even even watching that game, I'm just like like you said, it's like watching a movie. Yeah, and the thing about Final Final Fantasy seven, I never got into, but I liked it. Um, apparently, there's a version of that game that's really worth a lot of money. And I'm I'm curious if I have that one. But, yeah, because you know. I- it was also the time to you could go, like I said, I worked in Manhattan, and you could go and you could get the Japanese versions of some of these games. Uh, you know, you could get alternate versions of some of these games. Oh, did did you have any? No, I did not. Just because uh, a I don't speak Japanese. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's they were they were they were expensive. You know, like I said, I think. PlayStation games back then were like in the twenty thirty dollar range. These were like in the fifty sixty dollar range. Which back then I was like, I like video games. I don't think I like them that much and though. Did you, did, did you have to jailbreak the system, or they worked with the system, the U.S. system? Um, yeah, I think you did. Have to, I think you did have to buy sort of like a, like an attachment for it, which kind of freaked me out because I'm like, what if it fries my system? You know, right. this is a two hundred dollar system. Right. I'm gonna leave it the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, but now, you know, now, like, I I think I was telling you the other day, like, in one of our chats that we have, uh, I have the Xbox One, and I'm playing the original Xbox version of Knights of the Old Republic. Are you really? Oh, yeah. And, you know, graphics are, like, very but it's just, it's still, it's still, after all this, after all these years, it holds up. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I'm tempted to bust out. Um, I think I still, I think I think my PS2 is here, and I'm tempted mm-hmm. to bust that out, but I don't know. I, I recently just started playing my um, 360 again. I just popped in Call of Duty for some reason and started playing. I'm like, oh, this is why I love this game. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just yeah. going around shooting Nazis, you know, doing what, what we do. Yeah, it's always Nazis. fun. Shooting yeah. Nazis is always fun. <laughs> so yeah, oh. yeah, I'm going to, yeah, you're invited to come over in my mom's basement and help me uh, clean it out and... We can play PlayStation afterwards. PlayStation. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Hey, man. As as, that, what's that? Oh, I was going to say, as long as I get some of that pun sit, I'm there. <laughs> Absolutely. My mom loves feeding people. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you inviting me on this uh, special episode of your uh, video game review. And um, yeah, I had a good thanks. time, man. It's good reminiscing with you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me. And, uh, you know, just again, giving John a shout out, you could hear him on Nerd and Me with our good friend Alan. Uh, he's also with my co-host Pete. They do Fat Guys in Little Coats, and you can hear John here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know with those awesome movie reviews. Love them. Yep. Movie Pass moment and uh, our history. Our story, yes. Oh, That's our story. Great. That's right. 
I yeah. screwed up the name of my Man, name. just type in, just screwed up the name. Know. Oh, my now, God. Our story, uh, American History Podcast. That's, a, that's the official name. <laughs> yeah, you know, the rest of us are doing goofball stuff, and John is educating us. So thanks, John. <laughs> well, you know, someone's got to keep you goofball straight. Absolutely. But look, listen to Nerd on me. I'm, I'm goofballish the most sometimes. So. Very true. I am. I am. All right, so, John, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Jay. All righty, man. Are we done? We are done. I have one thing to say. Yes. Martha! Why do you say that name? Peace. Peace. <laughs>